0: Hello everyone, Chris here. Just a really quick note before this episode of Stoke starts. We haven't mentioned it for a while, so I wanted to remind you about our official fleet that we'll have in Star Trek Online. You know, the fleet's kind of the vernacular for basically a guild, and that's Jupiter Force. And we're organizing over in our forum over at jupitercolony.com. Look for the thread in there that's Just for our Jupiter Force Stokes official fleet thread. Throw your name in there. Say you'd like to be a member. We're working on making things a little more official. And creating a resource for the Force before open beta hits. So that should be something to look forward to. And we'll keep you updated on that. But in the meantime, we'd love to play with you. You can play with the the guys from Stokes. And viewers and listeners just like yourself. I think we're going to have a ton of fun once this game opens up. And so if you'd like to play in our Force. Head over to JupiterColony.com. Look for Jupiter Force Stokes official and throw your name in that thread.
1: And welcome to Stoked, the Star Trek Online podcast. In fact, the only Star Trek Online podcast in existence. This, of course, being episode Fourteen, which is like two weeks if you watched one every day. My name is Brian, with me is Jeremy. That's me. And Chris. Hey
0: there, Brian.
1: So, hey guys, how are you doing? Good. You know what, Brian? I gotta give everybody a little
0: 411 on what we have coming up in this episode. Lay it on me. We have an interesting kind of look back at sort of the history of how we've got to where we're at with Star Trek Online. I know probably we've talked a little bit about this, but I think people are probably interested in how we went from having a... Really interesting game, looking really good, a game dying out, to now a game that's just about to come out and
2: release that people can actually play today. And there's some prehistory before even that. We'll cover that as well.
0: Fantastic. Yeah. Then we've got some interesting uh, Star Trek online related news that I think people may, may have heard of, but there's a little bit of insight that we've dug up that you're definitely going to Oh catch. my goodness. And then a little bit of news from Beta, and then some awesome articles of interviews and things like that that we get the best of. And at the end of the show, we like to end on a high note. With some beautiful screenshots this was a, and videos. This
2: was a jam-packed week. Uh, this crazy jam. We really keep saying that, but they just... It's article so nuts. After article the, after.
0: It's like... Okay, somebody's pointing out at jupitercolony.com, that's our form. where uh, when we started the show, we're like, maybe we'll do once a week, maybe
1: every other week, yep. if there's enough stuff. Oh, there's been plenty. There's, been, we, we there's done, been too much stuff. We could have done two shows a week there's for a while. There's stuff we're leaving here, out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's wild.
2: So, all right. Should we jump in? Should we start on the history of Star Trek Online? Sure. All right, this is a little write-up that I put together. Why don't you kick Aww. it off, then, big guy? Because you uh, yeah, go ahead and start reading at the top. Let's, well, okay. let's read it off. A lot of people that are interested in Star Trek Online, a lot of the fans that are already on board uh, are actually familiar with the IP from when it was owned by Perpetual Entertainment, which came before the the current uh, developer of Cryptic. Right. Um, but even before that, a lot of people might not know that the IP was actually uh, for a Star option. Trek Online MMO yeah. or just a game. A, an MMO, well, okay, was actually launched by a company known as Verant, which would later be uh, bought and absorbed by and become Sony Online Entertainment. These guys yep. are really well known for doing EverQuest. Yep, and, and EverQuest uh, Two. And we, don't they do Star Wars Galaxies? Yes, Sony did. Not <coughs> most of the team it's, from the original Verant yeah. did not go over okay. to Star Wars, but the guys from Verent also later made Vanguard, which was a total okay. epic flop. <laughs> flop, yeah, <A laughs> yeah. floppy flop floppy. though. So. Yeah. So these guys owned the Star Trek MMO rights way back in February of 2000. Now think about that. That's, 2000. that's almost 10 years ago this game has been mm. kicked around. What it's were you crazy doing that 10 two- years ago?
0: Crazy that 2000 was 10 years ago. 2000? That blows my mind right there.
1: <laughs> two- Y2K bug. <laughs> Man,
0: well, that Y2K bug messed us up, you guys.
1: Man, and the, and the Earth didn't come to an end. No. no. But we still got it 2012. It was supposed to, though. Hold
0: out for 2012. Come on. Yeah. You know it's messed up
1: though. If the if the if the world comes to an end in 2012, that means we're only going to get like two years of solid Star Trek on the playing.
2: I know that's so that, disappointing. That's what's so pathetic that's about it. That's my mind immediately that's goes. The first, the first
1: yeah.
0: all three of us thought of that. That's that's awful. That's bad. That's sign. just horrible. All right. So, so something on. I, though,
2: I wanted to mention about that is though the original Star Trek MMO was supposed to be developed for the PlayStation Two. Which that is something. Awful. It wow. It would have been. It would have been terrible. It would have been awful. Yeah. But it would have been Sony shoehorning into their product line. Yeah. It would have been, and it would have been the only console driven uh mmo still i mean the, the first one that ever came out was i think fantasy star Online. Yeah, yeah yeah, that was later on that was with the saturn if i remember correctly
0: well and and if anything the successful mmos have shown us that they will way outlive the life of a console yes and now i'm not totally opposed to playing an mmo on a console in fact it might be it might be actually pretty great but the idea I of taking idea. something as vast as this and 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 i feel like that move would be just forcing it into a... Like, you know, Sony is known for taking something and forcing a technology to enhance another kind one of their products. Yeah. something
2: that's really great and ruining it. Yeah. Yeah. That's really what Sony's yeah. known for. <laughs> All right. So this is fascinating. Continue on, Jeremy. Well, they uh, they actually dropped the, the IP. Sony did. Uh, or variant, rather. Less than six Thank months goodness. after acquiring it. Man, oh man. Now, that
0: seems strange to me because you know they probably dropped some serious cash to acquire it. So I, I know there's probably some history to dig into there. The reason
2: they dropped it yeah. was because they acquired Star Wars Galaxies. Oh, oh really? Yeah. Interesting. So... Now they. Lo- they got it way back then? Yeah, it was that long ago that they acquired the rights.
1: Wow. And they, they went said, on, they said this galaxy
0: things. this is going to be hot. Let's drop this Star Trek thing. Yeah,
2: so they decided Star Wars was a better... You know Because Insurrection came out around then.
1: Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, honestly, yeah, that's, that's a rough one. If I wasn't like a Star Trek fan already and Insurrection came out, I might drop it like a hot potato.
2: Plus, back in 2000, the the prequels, the Star Wars... It just, episodes 1, 2, and 3 were either just coming two. out. or
0: No, by 2000, because didn't episode 1 come out in like 99?
2: Yeah, I think so. So it, the first one had just come out and they were – so Star Wars was a big thing right there. They were good – Yeah. Big blockbuster... Well, and
0: and these execs love to chase... Maybe I shouldn't say good. Chase the... Chi- yeah. <laughs> the execs love to chase the shiny, so... All right, they so... They sure do.
2: Interesting. It wasn't until 2004 that Perpetual picked up the game, and we all know how that turned out. Um, Perpetual actually put a lot oh. of effort into this. They, Yeah, you know, I, I had been under
0: the understanding that Perpetual was... The, all of their product was nothing but vaporware. But then going through some of this research, they actually at least the groundwork you know I think they put Michael Udicato who's a who's a big yeah, uh, Okuda. yeah, yeah, yeah. who's got like everything in his head regarding Star Trek mm-hmm. yeah um, he's fact, a walking Star Trek he's so encyclopedia en- he writes the technical manual he writes the technical manual and all of the uh, all of the El cars controls in in TV and movies are called Okudograms yeah I think because that's great. he came up with them. So not only Dude, is that'd that, be great. He's like the, the Uber fan. Oh. Some like ancient old Mac and, and some old version of Illustrator. Yeah, and uh, so they really? they brought him on board to do technical consultation for development of the game, mm-hmm. and uh, they were going to really really focus on um, the interior stuff. They were really going to focus on the ship. Yeah, like, they were going to. One of the things that's been referenced twice in the next generation, but only referenced uh, by Jordy. Both times is a uh, aquarium on the mm-hmm. Galaxy class starship, yeah. and there was going to be this area where you could go and
1: see dolphins. And um, it's like <laughs> that is such a massive waste of space. <laughs> Why <laughs> yeah. on earth would you take dolphins into space? I, I'm I- <laughs> They just they were ridiculous. involved in science. I know why you would take whales. They but were like dolphins, some sort of science like, experiment. Well, like Sequest, like they were running experiments. On right. Them. So Sequest, that was right. awesome because you had a dolphin that went outside of the yes. the, the and submarine and he could talk right. and he was like Elliot or whatever the heck. <laughs> But but in space, I mean, come on, Darwin loved. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I mean, this isn't like you know Star Trek Four, Voyage Home no. here. I mean, at that point, they had to retrofit everything to fit some whales in there. Yeah. So w- what? I yeah. mean why why yeah, are they never I that? they if, only referenced it. If you do I some, mean like a little aquarium would be cool. If you do some tank. digging, yeah. if a you do fish tank.
0: if you if you look around you can find um uh, some pretty cool concept art of the aquarium and a few other really neat things. Like they had a massive artwork drawing for the interior computer core.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. You
0: yeah. see that one? Yeah. Very yeah. neat. So if, you're, yeah, if you if you Perpetual
2: had some great concept they art. They just never
0: I don't think they ever got to the point where they actually Put they anything didn't. farther beyond than visual renders. Like we've seen, we've seen screenshots, yeah. Yeah. but then it turned
2: out they were like still renders, right? right. Which looked amazing. With like UI renders laid, layered on top of it, they,
1: right? It was mockups. From basically. what we can
2: tell, there was actually never a working game engine.
0: But their formats. renderings looked better than I think most video games could accomplish today. Yeah, I'm so, actually were surprised that
2: we didn't get more because I didn't yeah. know this, but um, Perpetual was also developing another MMO at the same time called Gods and Heroes, yeah. which was going to be a Roman uh, era. With Like Greek and Roman mythology. Right, right. that Like, interesting. A, like a, a son of a god type of thing. You'd be playing Hercules. And that, and that did that make it thing. into closed beta. Into closed beta. But then right almost as soon as closed beta for that hit, uh, Perpetual suffered their first massive wave of layoffs. Ugh, and they harsh. had to shortly after shut down the closed beta and they announced that they would be focusing 100% of their remaining... Uh, and this was in 07. Yeah, in January and February of 07. They, they said that they would be focusing all of their... In, uh, Infrastructure and everything on Star Trek Online from now on. So, Gods and Heroes, huh. even though it made it to closed beta, they felt the better died. property was Star Trek. It was going to be Star Trek Online.
1: Yeah, interesting I enough. Not, I I, yeah, enough. I can't disagree with that. I kind of yeah, understand. Yeah. So, I mean, if they did that, that had to have mean that it was far enough along that they thought they could hitch their wagon yeah. to it.
2: But then at the same time, if you've got a, a a working engine in Gods and Heroes enough to get you into closed beta, you you've got to assume that they would have had more so, for Stowe, but apparently they didn't. The word it's was true. those visuals right now. Jeremy, this is
0: kind of in line with what you found. The word is those visuals were sort of put out there because the company was going under and they were worried about a bad PR storm. Uh-huh, right. And so they released visuals to sort of turn things around as like a desperate move.
2: The timing seems to indicate that. That's kind of, kind of, yeah. kind of what I suspected. Now, right. about this same time or later on in 2007, uh, the, towards the end of 2007, one of Perpetual's primary investors known as Gravity Co. Limited, hmm. which is apparently a Korean-based company. A solid uh, name.
1: Whenever you can work gravity into it, I like it. I just like it that it's Gravity Company. That's, limited. That's great. Limited. Limited Gravity. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like so, it.
2: I like um, it. There was a SEC filing that apparently Gravity put $9 million into the Stowe project and they were Whoa. saying basically we're never going to get that back. So they were suing uh, Perpetual to – Wow. We're, We're not sti- entirely sure what, but they it looked like they might be trying to, to recover obtain, some of their losses. No, obtain the entire IP and the licensing and all of the work. Oh. So this Gravity
0: this Gravity Co Limited Korean company thought, well we put all the money into it since we mm-hmm. can't get our money back, we want the IP.
2: Now when this news came out when this filing was publicized, we also there was also an article released from an insider source at Perpetual saying that this company wanted to turn it into uh, a a typical free to play online game where you would
1: have to buy Those are really big in in Korea. I mean, those are huge. There's a lot not, of those games. But it
2: wouldn't have succeeded in the US market. No. Which is no.
1: odd because it's a US IP. Yeah.
2: Yeah, but the the
0: thing is, is just like just like you're saying, I mean, you see that you see that working in Korea because for whatever reason like that buying things in game is it's considered it's like the same thing like you know uh, ringtones and and yeah. and those kinds of things are huge there they're they're successful here but they're ginormous there yeah. huge
2: and and I like think, you can you can make a make something and offer it for free but if you have a, a way for people to buy features for some reason that just works. I think it's
0: a North America and European cultural thing where it's we just feel like we're getting nickel and dimed mm-hmm. even though it very well could work out to actually be overall less expensive
2: because you know, it's we, almost a la carte we've actually seen this with Dungeons and Dragons Online yeah. recently they've gone free and now you buy things and. Rumors are that Turbine is making more money off Dungeons & Dragons Online now that it's free than they were when it was like a pay-to-play service. That could be
0: spin, though. I would like to see some facts
2: back. It could be spin. It, yeah. it
1: might just be that they made so little money. Oh, well, yeah. That's or it was yeah, That's yeah. a good point,
2: yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's move on to January of 2008. January of 2008 is uh, perpetual file bankruptcy. And they were forced That's to liquidate time. their assets, and that included their ownership of the IP. Okay. Almost immediately following that uh, is the whole story that we released before where Cryptic made a grab. They made a, a big oh, yeah. grab where they developed a working game engine for it, or like, or like they adapted around. their engine.
0: Now the story is now, of course, this may or may not be totally accurate. This but may be spin as well. The story is is that Cryptic basically just had a like a really short window of time, like it was like two, two weeks, weeks, yeah, two Something weeks like to bang that. out like a working example of what we can do. Yeah, let's buy this game, and I guess maybe that was to get funding <laughs> from Atari or what I don't know, but
1: I don't know. But it worked. It worked. They yeah. obtained
2: the IP, and the rest, as they say, is so that
0: history. was in, that was in around. That that was around January of 2008, and see, yep. I don't remember when they started working on Champions, but Champions was probably already rolling. Yeah, by that Champions
1: point. was already going at that
0: point. At they
2: that point, developing. it also might have still been Marvel because we—I'm not sure when the IP got pulled for oh. that when it became Champions. Because mm. remember, originally they were developing Marvel Universe.
1: Right.
0: Cryptic was developing on behest of Marvel, like for right, Marvel. Right, 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 right,
2: right. And then Marvel pulled the rights out, and there was a whole big snap right. over that. So they adapted the game to the Champions IP instead. Which I think that's works. cool, and they did, yeah, uh, they did,
0: uh, they did uh, by August of 2008, uh, there was uh, a footage available that revealed this at the Star Trek convention in Las Vegas, yep. and the announcement of Stowe was co-hosted by Leonard Nimoy.
1: I, I think that's six months after they acquired it. Yeah. Six freaking, or seven months. Seven months after they acquired it, gameplay footage. Yeah. Not renders, not anything else gameplay footage
2: engine driven footage
1: yeah it was real stuff and it looked great i mean it had problems but it looked great and oh man i mean that's back, we can already see
2: the evolution of the footage since that time but even back then the fact that they had uh in-game working footage where where perpetual had not given us anything substantial after four years of development right other than concept art right it's it it all it's all about the team it's fairly incredible yeah yeah so you know, and I gotta give props to Cryptic's PR at that time because getting Leonard Nimoy to announce it for you, a plus. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good way to Dude. win over the fans.
1: Yeah, I'll uh, probably buy anything that Leonard Nimoy announces. <laughs>
2: so, a couple of food for thought items here:
0: Star Trek will have existed for 44 years at the time of the release, of, the release of Star Trek Online. 44
2: years. That's a big franchise. I think a, a good portion of the people that are going to be playing this game aren't even half that old. <laughs> Despite the eventual
0: success of Star Trek, the yeah. creator, Mister Gene Roddenberry nearly filed bankruptcy in the early 70s after several other TV pilot
2: pitches were rejected by many studios. after Star Trek, the original series, yep. got canceled. Yeah,
1: and, and before, uh, yeah, before the next generation, or even the animated series, really got kicked off.
2: Even, yeah, and before the first movie. It was in that, that gap.
1: Due to lackluster box period. office
0: draw, Roddenberry was forced by Paramount to relinquish creative control to future sequels after the motion picture, which is interesting because yeah. then after, after DVDs, or I guess VHS and Betamax sales were factored in, and now DVD sales—it's made yeah. you know tons and tons and tons, tons of money. But at money. the time, it was considered Epic kind
1: of a Bags of money. Yeah.
2: yeah. Paramount did not enjoy the way. And they, I guess
0: there was some sort of contractual thing where it said, you know, depending on the performance, you know, mm-hmm. we're yeah. going to yank it from you. Now that said, it's not like he never had input.
2: No, he, he no. was already—he was always respected by the people that made the movies afterwards. But he no longer had creative control over the way. That and those it's hard to say.
0: Went. It's hard to say if Roddenberry would have made Rath of Khan like Nicholas Myers did.
1: Khan was pimp. That was a good movie. Yeah. Yes.
0: So uh over fifteen thousand fans attended the two thousand nine Las Vegas Star Trek Convention versus approximately eight thousand fans at BlizzCon in two thousand nine. Yeah. So what that kind of says is Why that would, is a huge market base.
1: I, I just gotta say this. Why on earth would eight thousand people go to BlizzCon? I you mean, because they have thirteen million
0: no, people I, playing the You know what it is. I get it. Diablo. I get it.
2: StarCraft good games, two, but War uh, just Warcraft is still huge in the competitive market uh gaming market well, why would you go to a convention like, just for that why
1: would you go to a convention for blizzard i mean it's is there like a, a nintendo con no yeah, uh i think there there's is. e3 and there's 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 conferences like that yeah but this from the guy like, who those are did novell like, Brainshare. share <laughs> gotcha those are nerd conference those wait shit i mean crap those are different i'm just saying like what does blizzard have a few games. but you No, watch, they're big. But some I mean, of the biggest. But it's like you go to a Star Trek convention, you have like hundreds and hundreds of episodes and epic hours worth of yes. movies oh, and oh, back-end yeah, footage. And, and over 60 years worth of history. If you go to like E3, you've got like Sony and Nintendo and Sega and all sorts of yeah, stuff. Damn, yeah. I mean, <clears> and, mind, and, me. and all the Blizzard stuff. You go to BlizzCon, what do you got? People walking around going, I'm pretending to be in World of Warcraft. It just doesn't sound I interesting, guess, yeah. no, even a mean. little bit. I guess but it, but it blows me away well, me that they get 8000 people. Let
0: me ask you this. If there was a if there was a Star Trek online convention in Seattle in
2: 2 years. You go. Well, that's kind of why I put this uh, little note well, in yeah, there. Yeah, the I'd go. But BlizzCon, but don't. Okay, theoretically, <laughs> if the numbers are to be believed, Warcraft has over 11 million. I think some people say 13, but 11 if, seems to be more. I think more, it was 13, but, but I think it yeah. 1
1: million, 2 million, many so million.
2: 11 millions of people play World of Warcraft, but they get 8000 people at BlizzCon. Now, Stowe's not played yet, but if you could extrapolate that, it could mean that theoretically so, there's a 20-plus million player So what you're saying is
1: math. For, yeah. Oh. Oh, we're, math. we're doing math, math now? Math, yeah. Oh. Oh. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's out. right. You just got math. Brian, out. Yeah. All right, you guys continue with your math. How joke. many
0: times have I said, don't do math on the internet? Yeah, that's you that's don't not,
1: want it. Yeah. No, no, no. We're not All doing math. All right. That. Should
0: we dive into some Star Trek online news? Let's do it. That was. A, I think that was a fun trip down uh, so, history. How, line. how are we going to do the news?
1: Right now. We're going to do it right now. No, I mean. We just you look know. at the no, things that I'm going to say thing. the news that's
0: on the thing, and I'm going to
1: read it. Okay. And yeah. we
0: give you our input. So uh,
1: one of All the right. things that's coming out <laughs> is
0: there's been an announcement that there will be a novel based on Star Trek Online called Needs of the Many.
2: That's right. And this is not a beta leak. <laughs> no. Well, technically, the book may be in beta because there's no cover art for it. All right, not uh, <laughs> uh, I would not
1: know. This is not a beta leak. So the
0: So the author's name is Michael A. Martin? That's right. And uh, he has written books in the Enterprise timeline, which with Captain Archer. I'd be
1: actually pretty interested to read them.
0: I
2: haven't read any of them yet. No. Uh, theoretically there's still prequels uh, to the later stuff here's so. the
0: gotcha but it's because they're actually putting some serious effort into this it won't release until after Stowe is out the word is March 30th of 2010 it's going to have 340 pages Ooh. and it's going to be a pretty serious book so I'm looking forward to it
1: I, I, I hope to god it's already written and at roughly 340 pages I would hate to think <laughs> that they were like alright we need a book we're going to need it to be 340 pages right. now so, so he gets like, like 320 got the whole book. Yeah, and he's like sitting there and he's like 20 more pages. Stop I, font got, size. I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, font size. You got font size.
0: So we'll have the pre order link to. The, uh, <laughs> yeah. If, if you would like to support the show, we'll have the pre order link to our Amazon affiliate store, and you can find that over on the show notes for this episode of Stoked. Yeah. All right. So let's talk about this. This is something I've noticed recently, and I didn't, I didn't know if this applied to the whole game or the trailers we've seen, but if yeah. you noticed when you go to watch a Star Trek online trailer, they're rated T for teen, which I is have noticed fantasy that. violence and suggestive themes.
2: Now, is the whole game seems to indicate that's the rating for the game. That, so, if you look as look at themes,
1: far as we can tell from not having any information from the internal beta, uh, that does seem to be the case. There's a T on it, yes. So here's the thing. Star Trek has suggestive themes. I got the entire this. I got this nation, all figured out, guys.
0: Yeah. <laughs> the entire just, nation just was raised me on Star Trek, everything. and now they're saying it has suggestive themes, and there should be parental guidance? Orion Slave ridiculous. Girls. I know, I know, dude. Dude, diplomacy. I know what? You know what? I, I am Jeremy, <laughs> if you went back and watched Bugs Bunny, they, if Bugs Bunny came out today, dude, they would Bugs say Bugs Bunny it has, is
1: R-rated. Sometimes, dude, exactly. forget Bugs Bunny, Tom and Freaking Jerry. Seriously, that cartoon was pimp. and plus Betty Boop, dude. That that screwed with my head <laughs> at an early age. Both of those cartoons. If you haven't watched Tom and Jerry or Betty Boop recently, go back and watch those. Or heck, the 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 original Superman cartoons. Yeah. Those were messed up. Yeah, oh, those are great though. Those were great. I mean, he was a male chauvinist. He was beating up people unnecessarily. He yeah. was making fun of women. He was calling them toots. I love some oh, man. Clunking their heads together. All right. Um. So, and that is not. So where is this from, from? the closed so beta? Recently,
0: there was a headline that Star Trek Online is up for nomination as the most anticipated game of 2010. Now, uh, from who?
2: I believe that's uh,
0: StarTrekOnline.com.
2: Yeah, I put up the link <laughs> of a link. My bad. It's
0: interesting because there's a lot of buzz now. There are a couple other games that are sort of like pegged as the most likely. Average. Something
2: that, that's been brought up uh, in regards to that most anticipated is that Star Wars: uh, Old Republic is not on the list at all, um, and I think that's probably because uh, it's based on Star Wars. Bioware hasn't put out a, a release date at all.
1: No, you know, there's a dude, big, a huge, Star Wars, there's a huge dude. Star Wars fan base. Dude, of yeah, course there is. there is, but they're wrong. <laughs> I, personally, do not mind Star Wars. You I just what? happen to prefer Star Wars more. I was more. a huge Star Wars fan, and then they killed it, and so I decided it was dead when they killed it. And I didn't want to resurrect it and have zombie Star Wars. Well, well, by killing
2: it, you mean they put out Episode 1, 2, and 3. Right. right. And but then but
0: here's Wars. the thing. Now, how do you, so how do you resolve this, though? Because you could have the same argument because you weren't a fan of J.J. J. Abrams' uh, Star Trek that came out. Yeah, yeah, but no they mind. were
1: clear. That's not even Star Trek. But... There's a it's good a like, that, right, it's just named Star Trek. There's got to be, Star Trek. there's got to be a
0: very close parallel to that movie's success in Star Trek Online's no, no, future no no success.
1: no no. no. Uh,
2: yeah, no. Chris has a good point here. because first of all, yeah. a lot of people playing are going to be JJ Abrams Star
0: Trek fans. But then second of all, nah. initially the people that are the people that flock to Star Trek Online are going to be the Star Trek fans. And then after that, yeah. to draw in the general public, you basically <laughs> need to be associated with another successful product. In this franchise, and Plus, that's going to be the next movie.
2: I mean, just as we said earlier, the last movie before this was Insurrection, which probably came out in 2000. It was yeah, 2000, a while ago, like, yeah. yeah. Like 99 yeah. or something. It's been a yeah. long time. It's been a while. Time. So that means that gamers who typically are younger, you know, are around 20, if you got, mean they're not 30? Well, no, not typically. Maybe typically these no. days.
1: No, yeah, average gamer. no,
2: the average gamer age, I think, is 32.
1: Yeah, we're getting See, older guys. 10 years ago,
2: though, we were 22. I guess that makes sense, but like other gamers that are younger, yeah. you, you run into a lot of them that are. Dude, around what in their is 20s, going on with this show? I'm stuff. just
1: telling it right now. Stoked has jumped the shark <laughs> with our math usage here. Yeah, it's just it's I, all, I can't it's all he's mess got. Mess up
2: with math. <laughs> all right, all right. Now. What?
1: I have. <laughs> that is the first time anyone has ever said Jeremy can't mess up with math.
2: Uh, it might be the last. Yeah, it is. <laughs> All right, let's move. Al- All right, <laughs> declared. So that, oh, you feel better now? You feel? You feel like? You got I that feel like I got chest. that off my chest. I need right. to be. I need to be
1: open with people here.
0: Speaking of beta, there was uh, a big leak this weekend. Was it this weekend?
1: Speaking or last of weekend? which, um, we went to, the last week. We went to lunch before we started recording this. Yeah, I got a really big soda. Right. Um you go pop I'm down. just saying that the word leak <laughs> has a special meaning for me right now. All What's right. going to happen is. All right. uh, All right. Jeremy and Chris, w- would you do guys like to men? keep talking? We're going to a show for a minute. Now, if you hit a point where you can encourage Jeremy to break beta, I'll, I'll, please I'll, do so. Yeah. And if you don't, remind me of it when I get back. I'll get it on camera. If you could, that would yeah, be great. Yeah, okay. All right. All right. So um, Oh, are
0: we recording?
2: Yeah. Kids
1: oh. kids out there, um, if you are trying to be professional in doing a podcast- This is how you do it. Uh, this is how you do it. Yeah. yeah. This, is, this is the way to go. Yeah. This is and the then, key part. This is the key part. If you do need to tinkle- Just um, go. Yeah, you don't have to talk about it. All Just right, go. go. Okay, here we go. go. Oh.
0: All right, so there was...
1: Uh, was uh, uh, I think it was actually two weekends ago, wasn't it?
2: Wasn't it like two it weeks was, ago? Well, it was after our last recording. Yeah. Yeah.
0: There was uh, somebody out there who's probably no longer playing beta anymore. Naughty, naughty, Live-streamed the whole thing on Justin.tv. Now, what's interesting about that is because that itself is not uh, that uninteresting. Um It did get pulled down. But Mm -hmm. what was interesting about that is it was really
2: well-received by the general public. Yeah. People were really, like, excited. You always get complainers about everything, but all of the the vast majority of the responses to this gameplay footage was just like, oh my god, that makes me even more excited Which is than correct. I already was. And I think, you know, there's
0: always, uh, a game company is always a little worried that there's going to be some negative reaction well, to, we've the even br- talked to the beta stuff. It.
2: We've even talked about that here on the show, that that was, might have been one of the reasons they were so such a stickler about some of their information getting out to the press right. or being leaked through NDA violations. Is just that they weren't really sure that it would be good for the... Well,
0: and there's something to be said for controlling your headline, but the flip side is, is there's also something to be said for the viral nature of marketing that's now on the internet which is sort of being driven by these bleaks, and maybe that's yeah. part of the intention but the the, the great news is that people that saw it were very 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 excited yeah. about what they saw. I All think that's right. great news. So, let's it's great, great on. news for you. Let's move on to some of the uh, highlights we've got from the recent interviews of you Cryptic don't Staff. Wait
2: for Brian? I guess we don't have that no, much more us. to talk about. You could join us. <laughs> All right.
0: We uh, we had a, a community Q&A over at uh, massively.com with Craig Zinkovich. So, this is is, so,
2: Massively, basically, they do an article about Stowe, which they do almost every week. Yeah. And then they ask people to send in questions regarding that article. And then uh, over the next few days, they compile them, send them over to Cryptic, usually Zinc, and then he answers them. Yep. So why don't we cover some of this? Go ahead, Jeremy, I've talked to you. All right. Well, this article discusses the need for combat, uh, both from a story standpoint... Which has been um, a bit of a sore spot. People yeah. are saying there's maybe too much combat in the game. We talked about it last week, about another article coming out about the Federation is for fighting and how um, that kind of seemed to have sprung from the fact that so many people have complained about how all the footage we've seen for Stowe is combat-driven, just a bunch of phasers going well, off and, and exploding. Well,
0: basically, to sum it up, you know, Cryptic's responses is... is uh, you know, Starfleet is, is acting as the military arm of the Federation, and this is essentially, there is a war going on, yeah. and maybe in sometimes things would be a little more diplomatic, and that, that, that said, we probably shouldn't downplay the fact that there's
2: confirmed diplomatic, just no battle content right. in the game. There, It will um, be there, but you know, you can't really put out a trailer of people talking to one another. Right. And, you know, you, just, you want a video game, you want to shoot some stuff. If you've played a video game, yeah, you want to shoot. And uh, the
0: thing is is that there, so there are non-combat missions, but they have to kind of make it from a video game standpoint to make it fun at the same time. But there right. has been something that's been brought up, so we thought we'd mention that their, their basic take on it is Starfleet's the military arm, and it's a time of war.
2: Right, and Zink again confirmed it in this, that they needed to put a, a large amount of combat into the yeah. game, both for the story, yep. um, for the wartime storyline, and for the fact that it's a game, and
1: combat is fun.
0: Now, should Let's go into a little bit about firing arcs and power management
1: discussed. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, guys! Did yeah. Jeremy break NDA yet? Big time! Yeah, nice. You'll have to
0: rewatch the tape though. Yeah. So nice. I'm
2: out. I'm out.
1: Jeremy um, out. Let's
0: <laughs> discuss the firing. Now, there was something in the Q and A with Zinc about firing arcs and power management to uh, give more of a tactical feel to
2: combat. Now, w-
0: what exactly did?
2: Did you Well this is basically that just a, uh about. somebody was talking uh, they wanted more information about how tactical space combat feels basically. Uh, we want we have been hearing a lot about um, how it's slower than usual, how it feels more like big objects in, in space. Okay. Yeah. Um, so this was more uh, details uh, that, that zinc was willing and to write out. And
0: so what they're saying is that they've incorporated, like, different firing radiuses for, like, your phasers. That's right. To give it more of a – you have to think more tactically.
2: Right. And then you also have
0: shield quadrants, or what? I, maybe it's not quadrants. It's, I don't. Yeah, there's four, so okay, that would yeah. be
2: quadrants. Shield
0: quadrants, and then so, you know, if you have to watch to see if your shields are going down in one area, and – between firing arcs and where the bad guys are shooting at you, mm-hmm. there is a very... And your
2: power levels, which uh, we've seen. We mentioned it from the PAX uh, footage. You have, like, right. weapons, shields. And it was
0: it last episode we also talked about not just power, but you also have your crew count. And depending on how, big your, how, exactly. how much of your crew is alive, your repairs either happen so fast or slower. So all of
2: these combat... Uh, hi, Brian.
1: Hey, guys. All of these I just comb- want all three <laughs> of you to know, I mean, all two of you, I don't do the math like Jeremy does, <laughs> uh, that uh, I have no comment on any of that.
2: Okay. All of the uh, all of these different factors, um, but it sounds great. Combine to to make space combat this very tech tactical, slow, um, thought driven. Yeah, man, combat. I've got to
1: say, if uh, if it is as you just described it, uh, that would be fantastic. That would, be. and I would really probably enjoy playing it a great deal. You're
2: really hamming it up aren't a you? lot, <laughs> you guys.
1: I would really like to. Someday play that. Moving on. Uh
0: so little interesting tidbit, Klingons will have to drop their shields to cloak. Yeah. yeah. That is your moment of opportunity, people. You will seize on that.
2: That means that uh, abilities will seem like target
1: a, that explosion and fire you. you gotta guys.
2: We've seen uh, footage of like a, thing's got a tailpipe. torpedo spread just firing a bunch of torpedoes that explode in space. Great way to weed out a cloak cloaked Klingon because those torpedoes if, do a massive if, amount of damage to non-shielded. If we did episode
0: titles, the thing's got to have a tailpipe. It's got to be one of them.
2: I'd try to put that in as many conversations as I can. You
1: got it. You know what? I think I've said that at least four times this week <laughs> in related topics.
0: <laughs> I'm going to see if there's other anything from the Massively article that I thought we should cover.
2: The rest, Well, is... I just wanted to mention this one quote that you okay. had as, a, as an answer to one of the questions. I forget which question, but Zinc actually said exactly this. Fun comes first with IP accuracy a close second. So that does mean mm. some of the canon... Which is interesting, because there. in the
0: past we've heard canon is Bible.
2: It might be Bible, but, you know, Mormons exist. What? Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> they changed the Bible. Dude, NDA leak. What? <laughs> no. <laughs> there are Mormons in Star Trek. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm just saying you can uh. change
1: the
2: Bible.
0: So, should we get into it, screenshots here? Let's get into
1: some screenshots. I'm I, glad we took this in a religious direction. <laughs> as quickly Between as the religion possible. and the math, I gotta, I gotta move on. I, don't, I just don't know you guys. Yeah. Now, we should have a religion and math show. I <laughs> oh, do want
0: to say, uh, before we get into screenshots, let's talk a little bit about videos, because there's a couple of things that we gotta talk about. Alright. Um, and the big one is, is there was a Fleet Actions trailer that came out, and the thing that really jumped out at me was we saw the Planet Killer. The we Doomsday the, Machine. Yeah, the Doomsday Machine. No, the Doomsday Machine. We, yeah. we saw the Planet Killer. Uh, we've not heard anything else about that until we saw it in this trailer. It's the first time we've seen that. I cannot imagine how crazy epic that's going to be. Well, yes, I can, actually. <laughs> and I'm just thinking about it right now, and that's going to be
1: fan-effing-tastic. Yeah, I'm, I agree. That is great. All right, let's talk about this, uh, let's
0: talk about this first screenshot, yeah, the one I've been aching one. to talk about all week. This is from IGN? This is from IGN.com, one of their new screenshots I'm for this I'm surprised week. that you're so excited about this. You haven't seen... I'm going to play Klingons. I'm just going to primarily play Federation. All right. I'm playing the heck out of Klingons. I just didn't yeah, think that you were that yeah. excited Don't about it. Don't think I didn't oh, notice no. in our fleet spreadsheet you did not put me on the Klingon column. I noticed. Oh, all right. I'll, I'll have to change hurt. that. I was deeply hurt. Actually, you have edit rights. You could fix that. Oh. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> if you haven't caught on by now, this screenshot is one of, of an interior Klingon shot. It's lots of red. It's lots of awesome. It looks it, great. it
1: does look pretty awesome. This is the accumulation
0: we've gotten now of the lighting effects and the glowing effects they've been yeah. adding in patches that look just amazing. That looks great. Uh, we've heard about it, and now we're, I think we're seeing it. And this is cool. I, and I love this is one of the screenshots they chose to release. Wait a minute.
1: Wait a minute, Chris. That they're adding in the what? There was the a news story we had facts. last
0: week that they're gonna add glow effects, and I think this is I think that glowing light there is kind of a good indication of
1: that. Oh okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I just it sounded an awful lot like you were talking something about, about closed bait and I just didn't know. I it. wouldn't
0: know. I wouldn't know. But I do know what okay. they released last week. Okay, now here is I just making sure. Here is a shot of a ship that we really this Dude, is a classic What the heck ship. is that ship? It's all, you almost can't barely um, tell. almost nothing but saucer. It must be one that we haven't really seen. Well, much. we
2: might. The nacelles might be up and above it because of the angle. Oh yeah, it looks like it. 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 That's got to like be it, yeah. what it is.
1: But that big, that big like headlight that's got sticking out that front. That must of be it the main just, deflector dish, huh? It's just crazy looking.
2: I'm betting that that's some sort of like a. Um, I want to call it a spell effect, but that's not accurate for this game. Like a, a an officer ability effect or something like that. That's the only thing I can guess. You know how earlier we saw in a screenshot several weeks back about um, there was some sort of targeting reticle that showed up on the ground underneath an away team. We were. Thinking that that was probably yeah yeah an yeah, effect yeah. of some sort. That's what I'm thinking that that probably is. What as well. the Dude. heck is this one? That one is now, freaking me out. So is,
1: if
0: you're listening to the audio version, this is the episode to switch over to the video version because the screenshot we're looking at right now is blowing my mind. It's like I uh, don't even know what to think. A Lego of version of the Galaxy Class ship? It yeah. does kind of look like a Lego it,
1: ship. It, it, with with like with like I don't know with like the pylons sitting lower. If they
0: designed, yeah. you know, like this looks like 1980s architecture. You know, like that Dude, like that really yeah. really. Well, what it Out looks there, like to me is, sh-
2: like, somebody wanted to fly a galaxy, but they don't like all the swooping, smooth lines. So they just put boxes in the way. And so all those smooth and lines are now angular. And
1: behind it, there's, like, this big red glob thing. It looked like a heart. Now, yeah, it did. It looked like a heart. And it was just sitting in space, which I love because it's very, it's very like, original series in awesomeness. Yeah. Now,
0: hard shift yeah. to a complete contrast. We have a curve, curvy, rounded ship that is pretty cool looking. And it looks probably like what you might see in Star Trek if it was really taking place 40 years after. You know what it looks Genesis.
1: a lot to me like? It looks like uh uh the Hut cruiser uh from Star Wars <laughs> a little bit.
0: Yeah, it does. <laughs> the yeah. one they fly around on the desert. To me yeah. it looks okay. like a combination yeah, desert, of that. The desert hut cruiser. And whatever Prometheus. Prometheus. You know, Prometheus I don't know. Oh, like that Prometheus is the molten Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
2: it looks a little bit like but that. But the Prometheus has 4 nacelles.
0: Yeah. I'm saying it's like a combination of them. Oh, okay. it, it looks like maybe but I could you could tell me like I could see the Prometheus next to this, and I could say, oh, yeah, this is a 40-year evolution of that ship. I see. I can see that. I see
2: what you're saying. Yeah. See how I did also that? Also looks a little bit Sovereign-esque. Yeah. Yeah. So rad. Um, there's a few other. We'll link to more
0: screenshots for the ones we don't mention the show. And also, uh, at the end of the episode, I'm throwing in a few good ones. Now, have we talked about
1: this one before? Because this nope. I don't think so. But awesome. let me
2: just say real quick, IGN has that counter at the top says 100 and what?
1: 100 Wow. There's a lot of pictures up on IGN. Now of what this we've game. got
2: here is a gorgeous shot
1: of a bird of prey. Is that a shadow it's casting? A
0: shadow it's casting on this like I guess this must it's be like a space station, station or something. Or yeah, yeah it's it gotta be a space station.
2: Yeah. I, I yeah. think we actually might have seen that in the season so, series. So it's like somewhere.
1: a little bird of prey just, just like like zipping cruising by the space With the station. Shadow being and there's it. like this cranky old guy in the station going
2: Mavre. <laughs> <laughs> uh, You're not allowed to buzz the tower.
1: No. Now, let's talk about this shot. Let's let's and I'm gonna say this straight up. If, and I'm just saying if, Iceman and Maverick are in Star Trek Online, I would not know I am not in closed beta. Or, if I were, I would not tell you.
0: So, you'll have to wait for the scoop on that one on your own.
1: I, I love the idea that there's a rumor now that it might float around that Iceman and Maverick are, are in Star <laughs> Trek Online. Well,
0: you so know, the guys if the rumor spoke. spreads <laughs> enough, they might have to do it. <laughs>
1: um,
0: Alright, so let's talk about the screenshot, because it kind of is freaking me out. There's so much to this screenshot. Um, first of all, they look like zombie 8472 Borg. This a is a shot of,
2: of ground combat.
0: Yes, sorry.
2: Yeah. Ground well,
0: combat give you a, a uh, basis here. It's like, it's like crazy, weird, whacked-out Borg that look.
1: It's very like Resident, you make a zombie movie. It, it looks these like guys. Resident evil
2: uh Actually, I also linked an article that I oh, guess this? we could. Yeah. This could segue us into that rather nice for, nicely. The guys over at Cryptic have been saying that they wanted to, to update the image of the Borg. Uh, in Star Trek Online, to something that would be an evolution of their well, combat could this be that? And no, here's the thing:
0: here's the thing. The original Borg concept was much more uh, less humanoid, gangly mm-hmm. for the next generation. But they and you can find the concept art online. But they couldn't; <laughs> they didn't have the budget, so uh, they were right. very so they unhappy with how humanoid with. they looked because they felt like the Borg, the technology, would rob the human parts, like the legs mm-hmm. would be like they wanted robotic legs and stuff. Right. And why would you need a stomach if you don't eat?
2: Yeah. So, so that's what they've done with this. They've taken these board to the next level, and these guys look like there is no, there's uh-huh. no turning back from assimilation. Well, yeah, and that's the benefit. You of are doing not, these in you're not going to throw these guys down into the lab with Jordy and then over to Sickbay, and they're not going to be fine. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> they <laughs> are. They are fine. not
0: named Hugh. That is for sure.
1: Yeah, and seriously, if I was in the middle of nowhere in the whatever quadrant, stuck on a ship trying to get back to Earth, and there was one of these these ladies on board, would not marry one of them.
2: No. No. Would not. No.
1: As opposed to some of them where I would. <laughs>
0: Looking back here at the image for a second, do you see this red, these red spread of red? I do not yeah. know what that is. If you trace it back, it's coming from this person's phaser. You see how there's like a focal oh, point hey, you're from right. there? So that's some sort of spread shot that this person's doing this. I it is. People. No, it is. Look. No, I think you, can it's see, right. you see this top line goes I think, right it's, I think, her I her think gun.
1: it's coming from the wall back there. No, no,
0: no. Look. Well, watch this, if you watch this top line, it goes oh,
1: right that, into her gun. Look. And then there's a bottom line hmm. that goes right into her gun. You know Maybe you're right. Yeah. It's just some sort of wide...
2: Wide array, some sort of wide beam shot. It looks
1: like it's like firing a force field. It's Almost, it's pretty cool. It's, yeah, cool it's kind of cool.
0: So that is a great still. It's between that and the Klingon, those are some
2: of my favorite stills we've we've had yet.
0: And yep. then I'm going to throw. I also
2: really like, you know, we we got a lot of ship shots. shots, and the ships always look fantastic. They always do. Some of the customization, you can't really tell what it is anymore. But you know, how much can you talk about a ship? I love the ground combat stuff because we can actually talk about yeah. what is in that shot. It's. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, you guys. Well, I think that's
0: all the content we're going to pack into this one.
2: Uh, should we talk about something special we have coming up, or should we save it just in case? We don't want to get the expectations. Well, let's not give the full tease, but let's tell you this. Next episode is going to blow your minds. We're, it's
0: like nothing we've ever done before. No.
2: So that's very cool.
0: Yeah. All right. I think Fancy, that wraps up right? episode 14 of Stoked. I want to thank thanks like so much for everybody watching. If you'd like to give us feedback, you can do so over at jupitercolony.com. Mm-hmm. There's a spot in there just for Stoked. And there's also our Facebook page at facebook.com slash Jupiter Broadcasting. And if you'd like to email us any tips, you can do so at tips
1: at jupiterbroadcasting.com. Very nice. All
0: right, everyone, until next week, this episode of Stoked is-